and we are live. Hey guys, welcome to the Super Opposed Podcast, where we talk all things DC, Marvel, and Star Wars. It is your boys, Comic Cuts, and Stevie Hayes. You know, we are we are back here again. And, you know, today, we have a lot to talk about. Um, But first off, bro, how are you doing? Like, how is your day going, my man? It's all right. I'm a little under the weather. I hope I don't sound it. Uh, but other than that, it's good. Good day at work. And, uh, you know, just out here doing the thing. How, how's all with you, Stevie? Good, bro. Just, I mean, me and you both always talk offline. So, you know, work was work. I was a little tired mm. from that. But other than that, man, I'm chilling, man. Just living the dream, man. You know? Um, yeah. I mean... I might be seeing Creed early Wednesday, so I'm kind of trying to figure out if I want to see that or not on time. Oh, but nice. I've to... actually never. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. What was you? I was never seen any of them. you never seen any of them? Nah. Yeah, so um, I funny, funny story. I texted uh, my – I have this group chat with all my local friends called Movie Bros because we all see all the, like, premieres and stuff. So I texted in the, in the uh, group chat and I was like, yo, I was like, who wants to see Creed early? And then what? Am, and then, of course, Matt goes, no, he's not supporting Creed because of the way of the whole Sylvester Stallone drama. And so oh, I God. said, and so I said, bro, you got to see it this way. Sylvester Stallone had a hundred dollars to his name. He sold all of his rights to to uh to the freaking company. Right. Or to the producing mm-hmm. company. So. When you sell all of your rights away, you can't make any more prime decisions. You know why? Because you sold away your rights, you know? Right. So, I mean, and, and I mean, is it wrong? Is, is it messed up? Yes. But that's we live in a capitalist country, bro. That, that's the way the movie business works. And that's how it's always yeah. worked. So but anyways, so I did want to talk to you about Amy and address some things that that you have said about Marvel, because I've, I've come to this conclusion. After looking at the Ant-Man box office numbers and obviously seeing that this it did terrible this weekend, a movie about a cocaine bear did better than Ant-Man. And uh, this is actually the biggest drop for a MCU movie in history. So, um, you know, and we meet you and I both love Ant-Man. We think it's a great movie. And I, I will I will forever say that I will also I also want to tell you some things that I heard about this. OK, you tell me how you feel. Did you know? Don't you know how like don't you know how like there were some patterns in the movie where it was like very badly edited? You know, I saw a lot of people saying a lot of things, you know, it was bad editing, it was bad VFX. I didn't notice that when I watched the movie, you know, I uh I just I enjoyed it. I I didn't have those quality problems with it, you know, I'm sure once I give it a rewatch at home where I get to look at it, you know, like when I'm first watching a movie in the theater, I'm not judging all that kind of stuff. I just want to see if it's a good movie, if I like it, um, you know, I'm watching out for character development, things like that. But uh, when I watch it at home, I'm sure I'll notice that a little bit uh, closer. But, you know, what what do you have to say about it? What are people saying online that maybe I'm not aware yeah. of? So the funny thing is that, they, and they did this for Thor, Love and Thunder, and Wakanda Forever. They fixed the, the the VFX issues before it goes out onto Disney Plus, so then we don't see it. But so apparently, the VFX people weren't even done editing it, and they just rushed it to like, just rushed it in. 
So apparently the movie wasn't even done, like yeah. in the edit. Um, and and so this has kind of been a common pattern that that's uh, kind of been been going on is that like the MCU, like I mean, and I know I know me and you were uh, talking about last week about how the whole VFX team were just complaining about you know like the work and all that jazz, and me and you both think that they're just being just you know sour about that like you work for marvel bro enjoy it but i do yeah exactly but i do but like after kind of rewatching it again and seeing some of the faults that are in this film like from from a from a from a vfx standpoint um i think that this cocaine bear movie beating ant-man in the second week i think it i think it's a big wake-up call for marvel i really think it is a big wake-up call because not to also mention the whole ending of Ant-Man was changed at the last second as well. And we've seen this pattern of these changes, right? Because we all know that in that in the, the multiverse of madness was also changed. We all know that America Chavez was supposed to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. She did not end up being in that movie. We also know that there were changes to WandaVision as well. And those things were changed because she was supposed to have a, a more traditional House of M storyline. And we got bonered. <laughs> Like yo, you know what I mean. So <clears throat> there's like Ralph there's, Bonner. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. That, that's a joke. <laughs> dude. We got Boner. <laughs> so yeah, right. I love that. Yo, I was like, really? His name is Boner. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Just a, the biggest troll. But we've seen this uh, pattern, and I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to address this also about how I think that there's a reason why there are talks of Agatha being shelved, and even the Echo. <clears throat> even the echo uh show being shelved as well and I, I talked about this in my video last uh that came out earlier today i said that what the mcu is doing that is wrong is that they is that instead of using main characters because look if you think about the beginning of the mcu right war machine was introduced in iron man 2 right the bucky and falcon were introduced in captain america and the winter soldier so there's been this solid pattern that we've been getting. Even Loki. Loki was introduced in Thor. We have been getting solid characters introduced through main characters. And what I and I think the mess up is you see that fans love Agatha, so you make an Agatha show. You see that Vision is going on his own thing, so you want to do a Vision quest series. You know, you see that I don't know if anyone loved Echo, but Echo was all right. And then you make an, an Echo show. Instead of doing a WandaVision season two and just making the whole season two about her and Vision and then doing a WandaVision season three and, and putting a plain focus on Agatha returning or even doing a Daredevil Born Again season one with Echo in the show. Because, you know, Daredevil and Echo have a big romance thing that happens in the in the uh, comic books. I think that. And Kevin Feige said this uh, in in, um, in a, his interview, and I, and I hope that he's like learning. He, um, he said that one of the big, biggest learning curves for them was the TV shows, and we all know that the main issue is that they were putting out too much content. <clears throat> so, I, I I think that with 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 Ant Man failing, <clears throat> not I'm not gonna say failing, but with Ant Man not doing the best as it's done before, I think that there are gonna be certain like uh, pivotal changes. You know what I mean? And I believe that, you know, I, 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 I'll be honest, bro. I don't think that Agatha's going to make it to, to Disney Plus. I don't think that Echo's going to make it to Disney Plus. I don't even think that Ironheart might. 
honestly, I don't think Ironheart might not even make it there either. I think they're going to save Ironheart for the War Machine film. Um, I think they need to go back to kind of what worked before, which is you have your main characters and you introduce the side characters in the story with the main character. Because honestly, how would you have felt, bro, if we got a Falcon TV show after Captain America and the Winter Soldier? You wouldn't have liked it. You would have said, why are we getting this B-list? Like, like, how does this help the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it can help drive the story, but he's not in- interesting enough as a as a, a character. <clears throat> how do you feel about that? It seems like, and I know I mentioned this on the last episode, but it seems like they are putting these projects in front of us. And the goal is to launder in these characters. And it's just not working. You know, the fact that uh, they were considering putting America Chavez into no way home and then last minute they decided to change dr strange multiverse of the madness uh ending and put her into that movie i mean they must have had to reshoot or you know re-edit whatever the entire movie of dr strange multiverse of madness and they did it with the priority of putting america chavez in the movie so that just says to me they don't really care about the movie they actually care more about putting characters like America Chavez in because they had Dr. Strange multiverse of the madness in the can done ready to go. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to put America Chavez in. And I think that movie would have been much better off without America Chavez. And I think that they're laundering in these characters and, you know, whether in the beginning phase of the MCU, you know, with war machine, low key, um, you know, and, and the other characters that, you know, came in early, you know, War Machine and Loki are not characters that were forced down our throats. They weren't characters that they scrapped an entire movie and changed it last minute for them to fit. They weren't characters that they gave the entire third arc to like they did in the Multiverse of Madness. And you got to wonder, you know, what's the common denominator with all these characters? Like I said before, they're all women. And that's all Marvel wants to do. They want to put more women into big roles and they want to call it a Dr. Strange movie and have America Chavez movie. Exactly. And And look, exactly, bro. And like, and and like, it's fine to introduce the woman. We're not against it. But when you sacrifice the story to make, and not even a woman, just any, any character, when you sacrifice your, your main character story, to push the main characters like uh, to, to push a side character story it hurts the film we already had wanda and 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 i'm not gonna lie and this is what also is kind of confusing to me bro because when you think about it didn't it seem like after wandavision going into dr strange didn't it seem like wanda was going to be like the centerpiece of phase four going into phase five like or Absolutely. am i the only one that was thinking that and then all of a sudden, and, and and I know what happened, right? They put her to sleep, and this is why. You know why? Because they want to save her for the X Men, and that's just the, the reality. They want to wait until Mag. They want, but they want to wait until we have a proper Quicksilver and a Magneto in the MCU because they know that honestly, you can only go so far with with, with her in the MCU right, right now. But in my opinion, that, that brings another problem. Why make Wanda such a centerpiece around Phase Four? To just go and be, you know what, we're going to save her for phase six, seven, whatever the case may be when they bring, finally bring in the X-Men, you know, and it, it's just the prioritizing of strengthening these female characters 
sacrificing the story, sacrificing plans. Exactly. And, you know, I got to tell you, you know, as much as I liked Ant-Man, um, you know, seeing that the fall off in the box office, because the truth is, whether we think it's a great movie or not, those numbers are a failure to <clears throat> Disney. Disney, I just, agree. You know, the big thing about the MCU for Hollywood has been, and this is what I said before about actors all wanting to be a part of the MCU. The MCU lore in Hollywood is that it's a guaranteed financial success for the actors. It's guaranteed exposure. But if you're dropping off 70% in week two and losing out to movies like Cocaine Bear, you got a problem on your hands. And that might be something you want to take a look at before moving forward with this nonsense. Because fans are getting tired of it. Uh, and, you know, I liked Ant-Man. I did. But there's a lot of Phase 4 movies that I didn't, that I thought should have been a lot better. And, uh, you know, if, if they keep having these problems where fans are not loving their movies, you know, you're not going to be able to put a movie out and have guaranteed success. You're not going to have all your, the hot actors that wanted to be a part of it. And you're going to have people that are like, you know, uh, listen, I put up with a couple bad movies because I want to see what's going to happen with this Marvel story. And I've been invested for so long, but why am I invested anymore? Is it still fun? Are the stories still good? So you got a real problem on your hands. If you don't course correct now. I agree. And also if I was Kevin Feige, do you know what I would have did? I would have ended Phase Four. I would have ended Phase Four with an Avengers film. Yeah, you know, I mean, why why aren't we ending these phases with Avengers movies? You know what I mean? Like, like, bro, each phase should end with an Avengers film. There, there, there's no way because, in my opinion, I think you could have done a lot with. I think you could have put the Avengers against somebody like a Mephisto or a group of of characters. You know, I mean. We, I mean, we we could have even gotten at the end of phase four. We already got introduced to he who he who remains. We could have got some Kang, like some people that Kang sent to come and fight. You know, I mean, there's like there was a lot that that that, that you could do there, and it's like when you look at these storyboards, bro, it's starting to get very fr- frustrating. Of like, okay, how many missed opportunities are we going to really deal with here? Like how how many how many missed opportunities are we just going to let kind of just run its course and we're just not going to say anything you know um it's and it's it's getting kind of and I'm getting a little scared like before what the future is because 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 I'll be honest if I'm Feige I'm pushing the X Men up I'm I will screw everything and just put the X Men out in my opinion I would just I would just go for that's, what is what is because that's all bro that's all what fans want I'll be honest yeah. fans, fans don't care about Agatha Harkness. Fans don't care about like the, the Echo Show, bro. So I I agree with the X Men, but that also brings me to something I've been thinking about a lot as well. With so the future, I, uh, yeah, the next two Avengers rosters, I think need serious work before they happen. Because if you come out with you know America Chavez, Echo, Jane Foster, Thor, you know you're gonna have a real problem. Okay, people are not gonna want to see that movie. And yeah, I don't think that they care. I think that they'd rather put the movie out with that team. And, um, you know, when it comes down to it, I know, you know, I think it makes more sense to push off Fantastic Four, but maybe they need them. And I think the Fantastic Four and X-Men, my point is, is that maybe the MCU won't 
have to be an Avengers, you know, story. Maybe it becomes a Fantastic Four thing. Maybe it becomes an X-Men thing uh, because the current Avengers roster, you know, as much as you tell me Secret Wars, you tell me Kang Dynasty, I get stoked. Uh, but at the same time, when I think about those Avengers rosters, I have my reservations. So I do think that there is value in bringing other teams into the MCU, even like the Thunderbolts, you know, whether it's an anti-hero villain thing, uh, I, I'd be more interested in that than what the current Avengers roster looks like. Exactly. And I don't understand why these directors and writers aren't taking pages out of like the Russo's book, like. Civil War was basically an Avengers movie, you know. Yep. Like it doesn't yep. have to be Avengers. I mean, like, why? Like, why? Why? Why didn't we chalk the Falcon and Winter Soldier show? You could have legit put Falcon's whole entire origin in a movie on an Avengers team with a bunch of other with, with a bunch of other characters. In my opinion, like you, like you could have really have put U.S. Agent down for this time. We could have saved U.S. Agent for like later on. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. and, and and that's kind of where I'm starting to like, um, like. And by the way, uh, yeah, this brings you know James Gunn's situation with the DCU to much better uh, circumstances because you know before the MCU existed, you have to remember that the characters of DC, I mean Batman, Superman, Flash, you know. They're they've always been more popular yeah. than the top Marvel characters. You know, I other than Spider-Man, I don't think maybe Captain America, I don't think any of them really hold a candle to the popularity of those three. And yep. uh, you know, and, and then you throw in the Green Lanterns and some of the other stuff they're doing. You know, it if you were to go back to like you know 2015 to 2018, I would say, you know, good luck to DC. Like, you know, I think they'll <laughs> yeah. put something together, but like now, you know, Marvel is really slacking. Uh, the future looks problematic uh, as much as I'm hopeful. And, you know, and, and they have some good yeah. things going for them because they do. Uh, but it seems like there are a lot of decisions that are out of their control and, yeah. and are kind of forced on them. And then you, you would think they would be more cautious with the decisions that are in their control. And they do control the fate of and they don't. They keep dropping the ball on those ones also. And that's yeah. what I have a problem with. And, uh, you know, listen, when Batman, the Brave and the Bold comes out and Damian Wayne gets introduced, like that's how you introduce a, a, a character to audiences. With, with the A-list character. But real, really yeah. quick, uh, we do have a comment in the chat. Uh, Pop, okay. call, Pop Call King, he uh, he said, um, Aliqua Cox uh, said, tweeted, can't wait for October. Can't wait for October. Recently, which is interesting. Some people are saying it is a tease for the Echo Show, and then he said the numbers don't lie. I guess that doubt that comment to you talking about the Ant Man uh, filling. It. And then he said this: a crossover is needed. I don't. A crossover is needed. I don't, I don't think, think it has, has to be, be an Avenger movie. And 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 I mean, and that and that is facts. I mean, like, like, like. There, like I remember, dude, I was yeah, King, thank you for commenting, bro. I really appreciate it. But um, and I'm gonna show these comments down down here for for you guys. Um, we're going to keep this coming up here. But and that is a fact, like, bro, I was really watching Superhero Squad last night, and um, basically, uh, the whole Suicide entire Squad. story was 
no 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 superhero squad like uh the animated oh. show oh and there know. was a whole in- oh dude it's like the funniest show ever Bre- greatest version of modok ever it's it's like a kid show it's so hilarious but basically the crossover uh story is that um so the superhero squad is like it's like it's like iron man the hawk wolverine um silver surfer it's it's so dope but what happened was galactus and all of his heralds were coming to earth and so iron man the silver surfer and the fantastic four went out on the moon to fight galactus and his heroes those are the kind of stories that would be awesome in the mcu where we don't need there doesn't need to be a definite team for something to happen and to me like when i watched the winter soldier and and like we have a team of natasha cap and and falcon that's that's a team you know, but here's, when I watch, I, yeah, <clears throat> I was going to, here's the th- other thing. And to, you know, the numbers don't lie is, you know, when it comes down to it, the Avengers have become so popular that they're not going to make that big budget movie and not call it Avengers just because it's automatically going to sell more tickets as an Avengers movie. And I think that's a big factor into it also. True. You know, Um, you know, so I think, and and I do think there probably was consideration to to do civil war as an Avengers movie and they did it as captain America. Um, (laughs) you know, but I, I do agree. I think they need more crossovers that aren't Avengers movies. Um, you know, but I don't think we're going to, you know, who knows if we're going to get any before Kang dynasty and secret wars. I think the Illuminati would be really cool. You could do that, and they could still call it New Avengers. The Illuminati has always been a New Avengers thing. Um, for those of you that don't know, New Avengers is a different version of Avengers in the comics with usually West a Coast, team. West Coast Avengers? There's so many. Yep. I mean, and you could the do the same Avengers. with the X-Men. The Uncanny X-Men. The Uncanny the X-Men. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I agree. Yep. And okay, so, sorry, what are you saying? No, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a pain seeing and guys, mind you, Comic Cut tonight. We are the most like um we are the most like positive fans out of the bunch. Like I'm telling you, like we like like we're the ones defending, and for us to say this means that they're really fumbling the bag. Just letting you guys know, like we're we're not toxic fans. Like we don't really like complain that much. So for us to complain about this is is really an issue. But let's get into some news. So here's some rumors that that has come out. So. I know there was talks that Jaden Smith is going to be Miles Morales, and the rumor was that he was going to be the live-action Miles in in the Spider-Man uh, Spider-Verse film. And so right now, hold on, Pop Cult King put down another comment that I'm going to pull up. He says, there are actually rumors about the West Coast Avengers showing up in Armor Wars. Hmm. I would, I would, Pop Cult King, bro, I'll, I'll be down for that. Yo, bro, um, Pop call King. If 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 you wanna if you wanna jump on the show, I'm gonna drop the invite link in the comments. If you if you wanna talk to us for like for like five, bro, and you can join us if you want in the chat. Here is the link. Join sure. up if you want, homie. I, I'm sending it right now. That's a link if you wanna hop in. But yeah, if the West Coast Avengers show up in Armor Wars, that is actually a W. And I I gonna cast that. That's a W. Very huge. huge. Um. So. So, um, how did so? Were you privy to the rumors about Jada Smith being Miles Morales? That's my first time hearing of it. I actually like it. I think Jaden Smith would ca- would carry that role. I think a lot of people would have problems with him, and I think 
some have to do with you know the big push against nepotism right now and uh yeah you know also uh what's the other one um that people are oh i i think that naturally you know it's funny the same people that complain about nepotism would probably also complain that his father slapped chris rock even though that wasn't him but anyway i i think jaden smith is uh a bit more talented i mean don't get me wrong he's definitely a bit of a weirdo but like weirdos first of all normally are pretty good artists number one number two um I, I think the kid could act. And I think that people, I never thought he got enough credit. Like he's a talented musician. Uh, you know, Great. I, I just, his, song, his music is amazing. I love his music. Amazing. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I, I would like to see him as uh, Miles Morales. Um, I, I think it's the best name I've heard so far. Yeah. I you? think, I, th- I think Jaden bro as miles would be a really big resurgence for his career. Um, yep. Obviously, mm-hmm. like if like if you follow Jaden like on Instagram, uh, you can see that he literally like has put his all into music, um, and so I think him being a Miles Morales would be a really good idea. But the rumor of it right now is that he is out as Miles, and um, I honestly I I don't think it's because they found someone else. I think the real reason is because they're not going to show us a live action of Miles Morales, and Kevin Feige probably has something to do with that. If we're keeping it a hundred, um. I think they're just gonna going to the wait on it. I know the other rumor is that um, what to call it is gonna play a really big part. Uh, that, that Tom Holland is gonna be the live action Spider Man in the Spider Verse film. I've seen that. Apparently, we're gonna be like switching realities, which I can't wait. I hope we get to see see a live action Miles. But um, you know, we'll we'll we will see what happens. And if they why not cast Miles Morales? Hmm? I think I think putting Miles Morales into the MCU would be a huge W. They can. And use, that's the, the thing. The, I, I don't think he will be an MCU though. I think it will be the the, the, the SUMC. Right, right. But I, my point is, I think the MCU could use as many banger characters as they possibly could get right now. And Miles Morales isn't one that has so many other characters. Like you can't bring in Wolverine without bringing Cyclops, without bringing in uh, Storm or Dark Phoenix. You know, Magneto. Like Miles Morales. He, there's really, you know, other than like, you know, uh, his father and his uncle, like, which aren't hard characters to bring in. You don't really have to bring it. There's not the, for lack of a better term, there's not that much baggage of characters that you have to bring in with him. He seems yeah. like an easy play to me. He seems like a big W. And I also, I think, I don't think any fans would complain about Miles Morales. I think everyone likes Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Uh, I think everyone likes Into the Spider-Verse. You know, I don't know. There's just I, to me, there's no reason not to do it, and there's all the reason to do it. I agree. I agree. I, I think that's a W all around. Now, next, okay. So next, I, I want to talk about Shang Chi and Miss Marvel because um, I I do think they're going to have one of the biggest roles in the Avengers King the Dynasty, and um, I think that Shang Chi would is a great addition to the Avengers team. I think he can bring some resurgence to the. Uh, uh, Avengers team. Shane Chi is creeping its way into my top twelve as well. Um, I just keep on watching it, and the movie gets better as as like I see it. Um, Shane Chi was such a was such a great film. Um, uh, but anyways, so obviously we and um, you, you I know I know you're on the same wavelength that I'm on. Miss Marvel's bangle and Shane Chi's rings have something to do with King. Hundred percent. And 
it, it's it's just too similar. We, we saw it in the end of Shang Chi when Wong said that 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 there's a beacon. I think that scene might be perpendicular with the um with the Ant Man events going on. I have something to talk to you about with Ant Man as well right after this because we're we're getting to it today. But okay, yeah, we're getting to it today. I really believe that there has to be another bangle. Do so. Do you think that? Because remember, in the end of Miss Miss Marvel, when we saw Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel switch places, do you think she may might have come in contact with that other bangle, which made them switch places? It's possible. It's possible, especially her, you know, patrolling all of space and the universe, not multiverse universe. Uh, it's possible she could have had some kind of run in with Kang already. Also, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she had. And here is my theory, right? Because I believe that Kang uses the rings mm. to make sure that he doesn't age and he uses the bangle to travel in time. I can see that. I can see that. Because sure. and Kamala Khan time travel, dude. Yeah. And um, I think it would bring a lot more weight to the Marvels. And I think that they want the Marvels to be a major success being that it's so female centric, um, you know, and by the way, I, I actually do have a lot of high hopes for that movie. Uh, I like Captain Marvel a lot. Uh, I like Miss Marvel a lot. So um, two of the three I'm big fans of photon. You don't like Monica Rambo. I don't not like Monica Rambo. I just don't like, she hasn't earned that. Like what, uh, what Kamala Khan and uh, Carol Danvers have, from me yet i don't I think go she's lie, been enough i think i think photons gonna outshine them both i love bro monica rambo is a uh-huh. dog i don't know why but in wandavision she became one of my favorite characters and then i started reading a bunch of photon comics i'm like bro like oh she's amazing but um but i see what you're saying she she has to earn her right to party i get it you know what i mean yeah she, yeah so i, I feel you I she feel and you. she hasn't had much you know she's been you know, kind of like a background character in one division, and, yeah. and that's really the most. You know, Miss Marvel had her own show. You know, surprise breakout, and uh, Captain Marvel had her own movie. And you know, I love that movie. And it's funny because when it came out, I thought I was going to hate it. I did not like things that Brie yeah. Larson was saying. And yeah, I, I, yeah, great actress though. So, I, I can't lie, she's a great actress. Yeah. But just it goes to show you, like, you know, these actors, they say things, and then, you know, you kind of, like, don't think you're going to like a movie. But I did like the movie. I, I thought it was great. Yep. I actually watched it again last week. Yep. That's why, guys, we don't judge people. We don't judge people's work by the personality because they're acting. They're being different people. <laughs> lesson one, my – lesson one, my, our our young Padawans. Welcome <laughs> to film school. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so – but, yeah, man, so – I think they're going to play really big, big roles, and I think Shane Chim and Ms. Marvel are going to get their butts beat by Kang, um, and it's going to be hilarious, and I can't wait to see that. Okay, so now, while we're here, let's just get to Ant-Man, and then we'll get into the Marvels, because there's a little bit more that we need, need to talk about. So, with Ant-Man, and I'm going to just tell me how you feel about this. So, um, basically, the working theory is that Scott is in a time loop, and I kind of believe it. So, apparently... The theory is that after the Council of Kings said that they said that the Avengers are going to pay. By the way, this is the reason a lot of people have been saying online, and a lot of people were coming at me saying, Why would the Kangs want to kill Hope? Shouldn't they be happy that they killed Kang? 
No, they wouldn't, wouldn't be happy. Do you know why? Because that's not what happened in the timeline that they lived a thousand, a million times. And be, and so them killing Kang wasn't supposed to happen. And because that happened, now the whole entire time, the whole entire timeline is in shambles. And, and I actually saw something that, that really caught my attention that was on Twitter. When Janet is um, putting in the coordinates for them to go back, you see four different branches start to extend as this is happening. So what if Scott, what if the Kangs did something behind the scenes? So now Scott is just reliving the same time. Because look, the difference is the guy knew who Ant-Man was and the people were just acting funny. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, <clears throat> I think that, uh, I think right that Kang. Grab a hoodie. I hear you though. Yeah, I think Kang knew who Ant-Man was and forgot, you know, like you said. Um, but I definitely think Kang and Ant-Man had crossed paths before, you know, and I think that um, I really think that Kang had just gotten so tired of fighting the Avengers over and over again. And as much as he loves it, and I think it kind of drives him crazy in his own way. And I think that that was what made him such a burdened and angry character. <laughs> Like you talking about, talking about this version of Kang? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did you say a different version of Kang? I might have missed. No, no. That. Wait, wait. Are you saying I was the King making it and up. are you saying the King and and Ant Man? Uh, yeah. So you think he got sick of it? Hmm. Interesting. I, I think he got sick of the Avengers, and I think he got sick of being there. Um, you know, he was kind of like you know, because remember when he was like, you know. Oh, I may have killed you. I think I killed the guy with the hammer, you know. Yeah. Like, and um, also, Jeff Loveless had made a comment about how he really liked writing Kang being such a burdened and angry and frustrated character. And I think that, um, you know, like, I think that it, it per I mean, think about it. Put yourself in his shoes. You know, he's like, going from timeline to timeline and conquering and conquering and conquering, you know, like it's fucking madness. And I do think it has to drive him crazy in some way, shape or form. Do you think that this is the King that is uh, in love with, uh, what's her name? Um, um, it's not Reva. It's not Reva. Why is Reva coming to my mind right now? What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Ravana. Ravana. Yeah. What if this what is the King? Because I mean, in like, in the comics, Kang was conquering because he thought that that would save Ravana from from dying, or he he thought that that would make Ravana love him, but Ravana didn't love him because he was such a violent conqueror. So he started showing her vulnerable sides of himself. And the moment when she was going to tell him that she loved him, she dies. What if that yeah. already happened, and that's what made him go pissed off to conquer the world? Like we don't we don't necessarily know the exact story of what's happening. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see like. Because um, obviously in, in, in King Dynasty, we're going to get – because there was a really big part of his origin taken out of the Ant-Man film. So very interested to see right. um, what happens. Okay, so let's get into the Marvels. Okay, so there is a um, – there was a Marvels plot leak that I, – I, I don't really want to go over that per se. But like with the Marvels, I have a hard time thinking how the heck is this going to – uh, push the, the story with Kane the Conqueror if we're going to be traveling in space so much. Like, 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 I know the Bengal's going to have to play a part, but is the Bengal going to play a part in this film? You know, so is Kang, a version of Kane going to be in this? 
so Kang does travel space a bit. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, the Kang dynasty, he had his own spaceship, which was in the shape of a giant sword. Um, you know, so I do think he does travel space, and there's no way he has all that tech. Sword. Oh, what shit. If, oh, my. What if Victor Timely is running sword, bro? Yo, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. And by what? the way. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, like, I know that a lot of you guys are probably want to read Kang Dynasty because they're making Avengers Kang Dynasty and you all hear that Avengers the Secret Wars comics were amazing. I want to save you some pain. Kang Dynasty fucking sucks. Okay? <laughs> Watch a YouTube recap. It was awful. Uh. <laughs> Kurt Busiek is probably my least favorite oh, comic God. writer of all time. And a lot of people say, oh, they think he's great. His shit is like a corny soap opera. <laughs> When I talked about the guy that said, oh, well, it's good if you like hanging with your faves. Guess what he was saying about Kurt PCX Avengers run? It fucking sucks. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> it's that bad, dude. It's just, and it's not even that the story was bad. It's just that his writing is so bad. It's so goofy. It's so outdated. And it's not even like that old in terms of comics. Like, I think that shit came out in like the uh, early 2000s. And mm. it is just so hard to read. Like, it is not fun. Um, you know, and he also wrote Avengers Forever, which, you know, like, I think that's a better story. But even that, people say it's not fun to, it's not a fun read. Like, you're better, sometimes you're better off watching a YouTube recap than just saving yourself. Especially if you're, like, just getting into comics. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's like watching a movie. You don't want to watch a movie you're not going to enjoy. You don't want to read something you're not going to enjoy. Who wants to do that? You don't have to do that to be a fan and to know what's going on. Sometimes you could watch a fucking YouTube recap. You know, if it ever involves you having to suffer to know what's going on in a story, it's not fucking worth it. I agree. I agree, brother. I agree. Um, okay. So, yeah, there's a lot. As I said, the Marvels, there is a plot leak. I'll, I'll, read, it, I'll read it to you next episode because I don't think any of it's true. But, you know, from what I read, it was terrible. But, I think with the research, they're changing the whole movie again. So I'm scared. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, so let's get into Sony, man, because Sony kind of has a big year for next year. There are Craven's coming out next year, Venom's coming out next year, and the Madam Web movie is coming out next year. Um, Madam Web is dope. And I heard that. Oh, I'm sorry. One last thing. Uh, apparently, the Marvels had a early screening, and I heard that it, it, it that that it's it's I like it's good. Like it's like it's okay. That's what I've heard. That does so. not sound good. No, we don't need an <laughs> yeah. We need a we need a freaking banger. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And th this is going to show us whether if Captain Marvel really lived off of that, like that that Infinity War hype. Um, I'll be honest. That 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 yeah. Like, this is really going to show us. But anyways, so I think Madam Web is going to be a great movie. I think so too. I think she's a really cool character, and you could do a lot with that. And it's played by Sydney Sweeney, like, <sighs> duh, she's great, she's a great yeah. actress. Um, yeah, really good. Um, okay, and then so I think Venom Three is going to be complete trash. To be honest with you, I agree. I think the second one was awful. Uh, I mean, thank it was, you. Well, I agree. It was, it, yeah, like it was like a fun movie to watch. The but, graphics like, were dope. Like the CGI yeah. was good, but the but. 
But but the plot, and this is the thing, and this is why I think Craven is also going to be trash because they're probably just going to make up stuff about his origin. And this this is this is the thing when it comes to Spider-Man characters, and this is why I hate the Joker movie so much because of this. When you have prime characters like Batman, like Spider-Man, the villain is trash without the hero. Venom to me doesn't work without Spider-Man. Right. Venom has such a hatred for Spider-Man that it is one of the greatest on-screen beefs that I've ever seen in my life. I might like Spider-Man and Venom better than Spider-Man and, and Green Goblin. And I'm just keeping it yeah. 100. And that, yeah. and that's just because the, the, the hate is so strong for Spider-Man. And Craven, yeah. Craven. And Spider-Man are such a great match to go up against each other. Two different fight styles, two different types of people. One hunter against a freaking dude that just webs around cities. Like it's a crazy plot line and plot and story. Yeah. But when you're yeah. doing a Craven origin mm. story, are you freaking kidding me? Are you and serious? Right. And what's so crazy to me is that like they are kind of going to like a grounded Spider-Man, which is like really what spider-man is all about and they could really use villains like craven like venom but you know we're not getting those villains if they're also making those movies in the sonyverse that's not yes. gonna happen exactly I mean, marvel didn't even make the more true to character because dc was doing aquaman you think that mcu is going to bring in venom when the Sony MCU, whatever it's called, has so it just seems like a it, it seems like Sony is actually going to screw over the next trilogy of the uh Spider-Man saga. Venom 3 is rumored to see Venom going to kill Spider-Man, but ends up seeing that Peter in his timeline is a kid and becomes his mentor. Take it away. God, no. God, yeah, no. God, no. That I, is I garbage. Take it the way you want, but yeah, that, that there's no way they're doing that. That they, they made some dumb decisions, but that one could be yeah. one of the dumbest moves I've ever heard. I can see, I can see, I I can see Tom Hardy's Venom not wanting to kill Peter, and so the symbiote jumps on Peter. <laughs> That's the way I right, see right, it. Right, right, like I can see it like, like that. Oh, you don't want to kill him? Well, then I'm gonna join him. I, I I can see something like that. I don't. I couldn't necessarily also, see him being a mentor to Spidey. You know, I know. I know, like, the most iconic Spider-Man villain is between uh, Green Goblin and Doc Ock. But, like, you know, growing up in the 90s, Venom was it. Like, Venom was the shit. He was everywhere. I agree. I think he's yeah. the best villain for Spider-Man. I, I, don't I, agree. I, think, I agree. I think he's, like, I, dude, I might like Kingpin more than Doc Ock. I, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. just saying. I like Kingpin, too, bro. So, too. you know. I, I think that there's a lot to 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 question there, but I will. But I will say this: if I was Sony, I will, I would be going for a futuristic Spider-Man. Um, I don't understand why they don't have another Spider-Man. If they had a second Spider-Man in the Sony universe, it would hold that universe together, and they will make billions. I promise you. Like, what do you mean, like uh, like another Peter Parker in the Sony verse? I would have done a Spider-Man Unlimited. Trilogy. I never actually watched that show. Or we could have got, or, or we get Spider Man. What was it? Ten ninety nine. Spider Man. What? Twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I'm sorry. Miguel like, O'Hara. Yeah, we could have even gotten a Spider Man twenty ninety nine film. I mean, I think that there's yeah. like, 
there's so many other versions of Spider-Man that 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 you can use. I don't understand. Now, me personally, I would do Miles in the Sony and Peter in, in the MCU. I think that that's just the the, the perfect yeah. balance. The best by the way, worlds. but that's a big concern I have about across the Spider Verse because I think that if you bring Tom Holland in live action, I think he's get, he could outshine Miles Morales, and I think that's a problem. I don't think they should put Tom Holland in live action unless they're going to put a Miles Morales live action. I think it all depends on how long he's in the film. That's fair. If it's like a quick cameo, fine. But if it's like whether they were Toby and Andrew Garfield, dude, he's going to steal the show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could how could he not? He's a real actor for his animation. I mean, you know, exactly. It's a no brainer. So okay, so next, okay, so um, now let's let let let's let's jump topics real quick. All right, let's talk about some Star Wars. I heard I heard some Star Wars news that I want to hear your opinion on. Let's hear it. So Star Wars celebration is coming up, obviously in London. Obviously, we can't go to London. We will. Well, we will. But the rumor is that there will be three projects announced. There's going to be oh, a boy. Luke Skywalker project, a Han Solo project, and a Princess Leia project. I'm not happy about it. I think that Luke Skywalker was watered down for me in the last trilogy. You know, um, <clears throat> Luke Skywalker was never one of my favorite characters. Um, Aren't you an Anakin guy? Yeah, but Anakin is not Luke Skywalker. You know, I think I always thought Luke Skywalker was kind of soft. Obviously, (laughs) he delivered at the end, but like, you know, um, Han Solo, I don't think they should do a Han Solo project. They already did one. Why go down that road again? And Princess Leia, like, sounds. I will leave it alone. Carrie, I yeah. no offense, but Carrie's gone, man. Leave it, leave it be, man. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't like, even touch it. And, and speaking of that, like everyone was against recasting T'Challa, but people are going to be okay with recasting Carrie Fisher when there's no reason to, you know. Exactly. So, you know, I I would like to see more Obi Wan. I'd like to see other Jedi's. I'd like to see more. Uh, I uh, Qui Gon Jinn. You know, maybe give me a Mace Windu Wolf. origin story, bro. Like, yeah. Bro. And speaking of this, right? Because Mando comes out in the next like two days, uh, dude. If Mace Windu shows up in the end of this season, bro, I will pass out on stream. I swear to you, bro. I will faint. Yo, that would be crazy. Mace, Windu like what? Yeah, like what? Um, you know. Like, I, I just think there's so many characters in Star Wars that you could use. And I think if Mandalorian and Obi-Wan have shown us anything, it's that spinoffs are better than the last trilogy. And stop trying to keep the story revolved around Skywalker characters unless it's going to be around Anakin, which Obi-Wan was, you know, or Darth Vader. Um you know, but I don't want to see Luke Skywalker's children. I don't want to see Han Solo's children, even though I thought Kylo Ren was great. You know, I just think that story didn't work. Uh, let's not do more of the same. Uh, you know, let's do something new. Like, 
Obi Wan yeah. was great. Another Jedi show like around Qui Gon or someone else would be awesome. I also always thought it was a shame that Darth Maul only had that one movie where we barely learned about him, but he was obviously a really dope character. I never the, watched yeah, the clone. One of the dopest Sith lords ever, and he just got just yeah. canned. Like yeah, like it, and it's a shame because Darth Maul. You know, you could do a lot of cool stuff around them. So, I, you know, like like I said, I would rather see that than Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, I would love a Luke Skywalker, uh, uh like like short film or series or whatever. The, my only stipulation is it has I'd to be okay be with Luke. that. Yeah, my only stipulation, bro, is it has to be the Luke that's in the man, like in the Mando timeline. Like it has to be in that in that time frame. Because yeah. anything that leads to Ben Solo to me is just trash because we all know how it ends. Yeah. But the problem with doing that with Luke is they'd have to do an animated CGI. And, oh, the, uh, I'm talking about the uh, deep fake? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's a problem too. And um, I mean, uh, it worked gonna... for Boba. Well, uh, the, uh, the Luke Skywalker? Yeah, that was where he appeared. I thought it was in Mandalorian. He was in Mando, but he also was in Boba Fett when he trained. He was training when he trained uh, Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, but uh, like it's crazy to me that after putting three movies together, making the biggest deal of those three movies that you put out two Disney Plus, three Disney Plus shows or four Disney Plus shows, and two of those four Disney Plus shows are the best thing we've seen since Star Wars, since Revenge of the Sith. It's out of fucking... It, it's mind-boggling. mind-boggling. Because of Favaroni, bro. It's, this, it's the Favaroni. And I'll be honest, if, if this is, he knows if what's is up. true... Yeah, it, they understand Star Wars, and they understand what George Lucas created. And that's, and that's the issue. None of these people understand what George Lucas actually created you know and yes george lucas missed out on a lot i mean we all understand that but george lucas's version of star wars is the best version and there will never be anything that that comes close and if favaroni if john favreau and dave filoni take this leadership role after kathleen kennedy we're in good hands we're in really good hands you know yeah but yeah man i just you know i i would love the idea of of, of these projects happening I think it'll be another MCU dilemma. Why not just put them all in, in three projects and bring back the guy that played Han Solo, bring back Donald uh, Glover as uh, as, uh, as as Lando, and we can do a literally a, a, a one hour and thirty minute film of them on a mission. I'm fine with that. Give give me yeah. the lay, give me everything. But if we're gonna do separate projects, bro, I don't want that, man. It's just yeah. I mean, honestly, we're getting the we're getting the Ahsoka show, and I am beyond excited about that it's more true. than anything. I I, I want to see Ezra. It's great. Like, it just it seems like Disney's failed leadership is like they can't help themselves, and it's like. It's so mind-boggling because they have the greatest IP ever, and the two greatest IPs, and like yeah, and Star Wars is arguably the greatest IP of all, the greatest film IP of all time, in my opinion. Right, like, like it don't matter how bad you do, Star Wars is always going to make a billion, and that's facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like after the crap show that they put out with Rise, it's like, and that movie still did a billion, bro. Still, Yeah. yeah. You know, so. 
it's like you know you they they have they have to figure it out and Kathleen has to get out of the freaking rooms, bro. And I think that's the main issue. And Den of Nerds was t- talking about this. You need people in those rooms that understand Star Wars. We need people in these rooms that understand Marvel. Get these executives out of there. Anytime executives come in, it ruins everything. And that's why I think DC with uh, James Gunn is, go- is going to be such a big hit. And yeah. it is going David Zaslav knows what he's doing. And exactly. He them, and he everyone's hating. People. Exactly. Yeah. And so many people are hating, bro. And, and, and it's going to be hilarious, right? When those I need to get a hat that, that says, hating, don't listen to the fans. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Wait, now, dude. Remember when um Lavar Ball had the hat uh when when his son uh got drafted I think it said uh I told you so I'm buying that yeah hat, bro, yeah because, yeah yeah remember but because when this Batman movie comes out when this Superman when, when we get the trailer for the Superman Legacy film and fans are going to be super hyped oh here we go oh man you just <laughs> we got to tag that one oh man the hate comes from the Snyder you are right the I hate does come Snyder, from Snyder's fan but you're not wrong you're not wrong you're not wrong the hate does come from Snyder fans um but I do know some nonsense uh Snyder fans that aren't very happy with uh with the universe but honestly pop call King I think most of that anger comes directly because of Henry Cavill not being in the uh DCU and I think, yep. and I think that's where most of the hate comes from. And I think a lot of people are also pissed about the Batman situation because Pattinson, if, if, if we're being honest, Pattinson should be the the freaking Batman. If, 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 if we're being real, there's 100%. no reason why he shouldn't be the Batman. But I think, somebody, I think yeah. that was a provision with Matt Reeves, and I oh, think yeah. Matt Reeves did. He was, I think, when he signed on, he probably said. Listen, I'll do this, but I want my own thing. I don't want mm-hmm. to ever be a part of any shared universe. And uh, and I think that, you know, it was out of their control. I think yep. if they had the power to do it, they would do it. Um, but having said that, I think that they are going to uh, – re- I think they're going to pick a really good actor. Uh, and I think that actor is going to do a really good job. I think David Zaslav, head of Warner Brothers – uh, knows what or Warner Media knows what he's doing. I think he picked James Gunn and Peter Safran and no, knows what they're doing, and he's not going to get involved with them. Yep. And James Gunn has been putting up W's like Suicide Squad, great movie. I mean, he's he's like his first. I mean, peace, the Peacemaker show was amazing. You know, so I am very excited to see. Uh, you know what is kind of next in store for the DCU and. If Marvel keeps playing like this, they're going to get cooked, and that's facts. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. they better figure it out. And honestly, um, you know, I think that you know, seeing James Gunn take over DC is like, is like you see someone that you like grew up with basically take this big spot in something. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I feel some sense of like ownership when when when, I, when, when I'm like, yo, like I remember this guy with Guardians One. You know what I mean? So. Um, I'm I'm very excited to see what James Gunn does with Superman, and I have faith that that movie is going to be a straight up banger. Yeah, um, I agree. Yep. So, okay, <clears throat> so we are coming to a close, and we got five minutes left. Hold on, let's see what my brother said. I'm afraid though, if James Gunn uses B-listers like the Creature Command, so that so that also and Comic Cuts and I were really just talking about that uh, earlier today because he said that. Um, he he already has his castings for for the for for the authority. I don't know if the authority is going to perform it that well. I honestly think it's all about how they're teased. 
if these characters are teased the right way, it will work, you know, because the authority has the potential to be either one of the, the two. They either can be the Guardians, right, or the Eternals, <laughs> you know, like, like the Eternals are universally hated. I love the, the Eternals. Comic Cuts loves the Eternals, but they're universally hated or they're the Guardians where they're universally loved. It's just all about who is casted and how they are portrayed in the film. Now, Creature Commandos, that's going to be an animated show, so who cares about that, honestly? I mean, I don't I don't give a crap about any of the animated content that revolves around B-listers. But I think um, the authority has to be done right since it's going to be live action. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I, I, do, I don't think the Creature Commandos sounds all too interesting, but I don't. I don't have doubt on animated shows after what if, and uh, I think James Gunn knows what he's doing. And I think he's going to surprise us with the ones that don't sound interesting, um, especially because that seems to be his like talent is taking lesser known characters and making them so low that they become mainstream. Uh, you know, the authority uh, sounds interesting to me. It, it's got a lot of hype from a lot of people. Um, you know, so I think that will be cool. Um, you know, I, I think I've read some comics with them, but I kind of forgot what happened in those comics. So I, I do need to revisit that. Um, but another co uh, comic that skyrocketed in value since James Gunn's announcement sounds really cool to me, which is Booster Gold. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and, and I think James Gunn pretty much said this on that video that he put out, is that. You know, Booster Gold is kind of like a loser from the future who takes basic technology available in his future day and age and travels back to the past with it and uses it to convince everyone that he's like a really powerful superhero, which he kind of becomes in the past, which would probably like our present day and age. And I think that Booster Gold is going to win a lot of people over. Um, you know, he just seems like the perfect james gunn style project uh and you know if the the market value of comics means anything to you you know i don't think that that book skyrocketed by mistake yep and i hope that they do a show i don't think it would perform well as a movie but as like a six <clears throat> episode show i think it will, it will fit perfect and then and then when you, and then when you get the success of the show you pair him with another character and that's the best way to to do uh, yeah. boost gold and in my opinion so but as i said right now james gunn is in my good uh he's in my good uh graces and i really have no fear of what he's going to to show us and just know guys some castings are coming very soon very very it's coming sooner than, than you think um very very soon anything okay so before we go we got two minutes left before we before we end here guys I do want to touch on just some other things, okay? So I know I know last week we we uh, we uh, talked about the the uh, Fantastic Four, and I know that the rumor is that is that they are going to be older. Um, there was a comment that was made I think yesterday, and the comment it was by one of the Marvel Studios uh, executives. I forget his name, but he said that he basically and, and I'm and I'm trying to paraphrase. He said that we are going to be surprised with the direction that the Fantastic Four takes. That it's going to be something that we've really never seen before on screen. Has your mind changed about getting a older Fantastic Four? Like, like, you know, do, do you still want mm -hmm. to see like the younger? Version? Yeah, and I, so I've been watching Outer Banks, which I love. And uh, what's the kid's name that plays JJ in Outer Banks? Uh, 
Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Really quick, wait, hold on, real fast. But would you like Chris Pat Pratt as a booster gold or no? I think he'd be perfect. I agree. I agree. Hey, what were you saying, bro? The Outer Banks. So, I. Oh, thank you for out. subbing, bro. Thank you for subscribing, you. bro. Appreciate it, homie. Appreciate it. So, we. I, I, I've been watching Outer Banks. Love it. Great show. Um, you know, Rudy Pankow it plays JJ, one of the main characters of the show. And I just think he would be a great, uh, a great Johnny Storm. You know, I, I do kind of want to see the team be a bit younger, but I also kind of understand that, you know, Reed Richards, I also think for the Secret Wars story to work, Reed Richards can't be too young. So, you know, m like maybe uh, 30 years old or, or something. So you want like a mid-age. You want like a, a mid-age. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him to be too old, um, you know, but like I, I'm not surprised to hear that they're going to, be doing something completely different with Fantastic Four. I think Fantastic Four is one of the best movies they have that's announced uh, for the future right now. Um, it's by far, I, I think when they come out, they'll be like tied with Spider-Man for my favorite characters in the MCU. And, um, you know, they, they can't afford to mess that one up. They really can't. And because there has been you know what's considered to be failures fantastic four has never had a successful movie i do think that they have to do things differently uh to get a different result so I i've been expecting to hear something like this for a long time so to me it's no surprise i agree i agree the fantastic four man if i mean they can't mess <clears throat> this one up it's literally sitting in their lap but I trust Mark Shackman. He did a great job with Wanda and Vision. I think the pacing of the movie was perfect. Um, so I, I'm excited to see what Shackman does for that for that film. So yeah, man. Um, so guys, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Uh, do us a favor, guys. Please like and subscribe. Um, I just want to give you guys a quick no notification before we go off. So Wednesday, I'm going to be doing a live stream of the Mandalorian episode, uh, season three, episode one. So I'll be waking up at 2 a.m. and I'll be streaming at 3 a.m. The episode Damn. is only a half hour. Yeah, dude. I know. We're going crazy. The episode is only a half hour. So we will do that. And so what and so what we're gonna do is so the days that me and Comic Cuts are usually going to, to record is usually going to be either Monday or Tuesday and Saturday. Um so Saturday, Saturday's gonna be more of where we watch stuff. So we we have a watch uh party going on, and we're probably gonna be kept watching all of the Star Wars films. And then after that, we'll probably get um probably get comic cuts caught up on Invincible. By the way, you guys won't know Comic Cut's name until we hit a thousand subs. So he he will he will never say his name until we hit a thousand subs. Just let you guys Facts. know. So, so um so yeah, so we are you know, so we are gonna be you know putting putting content out for you guys every week. And next week we have a very special guest, um, a very beloved uh person that we both enjoy and we're not going to tell you who it is but we have a really special guest and we think you guys are going to like him yeah great documenter former scooper so he used to get the inside scoop from people straight at hollywood and um you know big comics guy big gaming guy big movie guy a lot of you probably already follow him um you know he's got a solid following he gets a lot of engagement um 
does a lot of Q and A's and he always gets really good questions on his Q and A's and he gives really good answers. So, um, you know, we've been friendly with him and asked him to come on the show and we're happy that he agreed to come on and we hope that you will enjoy it. We think you will. Yep. And with him, we have a lot more other guests in the works as well. So um, another special one that Comic Cuts and I are working on as well. So guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe and share this post with all the nerds that, that you know. If you guys ever want to debate, the link will always be in the bio. And Jerry and I will give you guys the smoke. We are built for the debate game. We love to debate. So bring them on. We love you guys. Thank you for watching and listening. Have a wonderful day. Peace.